controversial elections in American history. A dispute over ballot counting in Florida landed the two main contestants in court against one another. Vice President Al Gore, the Democratic candidate, won the popular vote. But Bush was clinging to a narrow lead in the state of Florida, where his brother Jeb was the governor. A win in Florida would hand Bush a victory in the Electoral College. However, His lead shrunk each day because of an ongoing recount of votes ordered by the Florida Supreme Court. In a rapid series of court moves, Bush's campaign challenged the legality of the recount in an effort to halt it. The resulting legal battle quickly landed before the U.S. Supreme Court in Bush v. Gore. With the election hanging in the balance, a deeply divided court ended the recount in Florida, and, by doing so, delivered the election to George W. Bush. The court based its decision on the 14th Amendment, holding that the Florida recount could not be conducted in compliance with the requirements of the Federal Equal Protection Clause. Not surprisingly, the ruling cast the court in a negative, partisan light because of the charged political nature of the dispute. Supporters of Vice President Gore asserted that conservative members of the court had improperly intervened and stolen the election for Bush. Justice Stephen Breyer, dissenting in Bush v. Gore, chastised the majority for injecting itself into a political thicket when the Twelfth Amendment commits to Congress the authority and responsibility to count electoral votes and to resolve disputed presidential elections. Yet even under these strained political circumstances, power was again transferred peacefully in the United States. Presidency Given how Bush's tenure began, it was perhaps predictable that constitutional problems and controversies would continue to plague his presidency. Presidents typically assert their constitutional authority in the context of attaining their own political goals. By contrast, Bush seemed to go out of his way to assert the constitutional powers of the presidency in a manner almost divorced from his own political agenda. In fact, Bush's advocacy and behavior as president revealed the establishment of a strong presidency itself as one of his most important political objectives. As former head of the Office of Legal Counsel Jack Goldsmith later wrote, Bush pursued a constitutionally strong presidency with an almost theological zeal, which sometimes conflicted with his other political ambitions. The Executive Privilege and Presidential Papers That President Bush planned to aggressively assert the constitutional authority of the presidency was evident within his first year in office. In fact, Bush was so intent on establishing the principle of executive privilege that he chose some very non-traditional cases in which to do so. One involved the question of privilege of former presidents to protect the papers of past administrations. Interestingly, these former presidents had not even asked Bush to protect their papers. The suit came about because Congress had passed laws limiting the duration of executive privilege to a certain period after the president had left office, continuing a battle that had begun during the presidency of Gerald R. Ford over the ownership and control of President Richard M. Nixon's records and tapes. President Bush issued an executive order overriding this legislation, and attempting vastly to expand presidential privileges for former presidents. A legal challenge was then brought by the American Historical Association, 
and a U.S. District Court overturned part of Bush's order, holding that the order conflicted with the scheme developed by Congress to control access to presidential records. Most observers were surprised that Bush would expend so much political capital protecting the executive privilege of past presidents, many of whom were dead and none of whom had even asked for this protection. In retrospect, this controversy foreshadowed Bush's keen interest in pressing the constitutional foundations of presidential power as a political issue. Bush believed that to allow the privilege of past presidents to be limited statutorily by Congress was to assume that Congress possessed legal superiority over the executive branch. Both for his own sake and for the sake of the constitutional presidency, Bush chose to call this assumption into question. Energy Task Force Almost equally...